Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Bob Stoffer joining you from Calgary. Uh, hotel availability to today, tomorrow, a three-hour game day show live from the Saddle Dome. Oilers are going to have to piece it back together. They had the snot kicked out of them last night by the Calgary Flames. And uh, deceptive nine scores, a 9-6 scoreline. However, just one game. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 7804960063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Open Monday to Saturday. It was great seeing Rob Kinsey from Canadian Power Pack in Los Angeles for Game 3, 4, and 6. And speaking of Canadian Power Pack, they bring you Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network. Alberta's leader is Canadian Power Pack in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication, solar. Kevin Weeks is with ESPN and the NHL Network. And sometime in the next couple of years is going to be a president of an NHL club. He joins us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement. Bet on it. Hello, Kevin. How are you doing? Stockham, great. I literally just got back from ESPN. I'm just pulled up in the driveway in New Jersey outside the city. How are you? Good. Uh, we were watching you last night. Uh, the Carolina... Rangers game on uh, on was was on in house in the building as we were getting ready for the Oilers and the Flames. Um, so I was watching your stuff. Uh, a piece has just dropped from Greg Wyshynski, uh who talks about the, the best rivalries currently in the NHL, and he has the Battle of Alberta listed at number one. And uh, music to my ears because you know I'm a huge NCAA football fan, and I love the Alabama Crimson Tide. And by the way, down in the states, the number one sports story in the U.S. is a, uh, a verbal tete-a-tete between uh, Jimbo Fisher, the head coach at Texas A&M, and Nick Saban. But uh, he compared the Battle of Alberta to the Iron Bowl between Alabama and Auburn. The battle was on. You were watching that game. You were on the desk on the panel for ESPN last night. It was hot tub time machine, Kevin Weeks, in the building last night in the Saddle Dome. That was nuts, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. I was looking for, you know, the likes of um, Jim Poplinski, among others that the Oil have had over the years that handled a lot of those on ice assignments and the toughness and Kelly Buckberger and, and the whole rest of them. So uh, I thought it was awesome. It was, it was everything we expected. It's all that I had prayed to the hockey gods for. 
I wanted a battle of the Sunshine State in Florida. I wanted a battle of Alberta back home. And uh, the battle of Alberta lived up to the billing. And I would say this, I think I tweeted this when we got off the air last night at 1.40 Eastern, and I got on the air at 4.40 p.m. Eastern. At 1.40 a.m. Eastern, or shortly thereafter, when I got to the hotel after the studio, I think I tweeted that was the best game in the world of pro sports last night in the Battle of Alberta. Best game in all sports in the world last night. Well, that's uh, unfortunately bad ending for Edmonton. Kevin, I'm going to throw a couple numbers at you that are just one scary for Edmonton, okay? In the last six periods in the Saddle Dome, the Calgary Flames have scored three goals in each period. In the last six, they've scored 18 goals. (laughs) Every period they've scored three goals again. That's a scary stat. And when's the last time you saw the goaltender who gave up the most goals in a game of any goaltender that played in the game getting the win? Markstrom gave up six. Smitty gave up three early, and Koski gave up five. But Barks, I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, I was texting with our savant and good buddy who joins you there a lot too and, and the great, uh, the godfather as I call him, John Shannon. We were texting about it uh, last night. I was texting him from the desk and we were going back and he made that point actually. And I would say this, it was such a head scratcher. Like last night's game was old school. That's why I said, you know, I was looking for Willie Plett, Dave Semenko, you know, all the heavies that used to play for those two proud franchises. Um, just because it was such a hard-fought game, Theo Fleury, mess, you name it, right? Like Charlie Huddy, I was looking for all the old actors because it was such an old-school game in so many different ways. And what's really awesome about it was it was an old-school game uh, in terms of the toughness, the intensity, the fights, the after-the-whistle stuff. But then there was still a ton of high-octane offense, too. Goalies weren't on their game. They could have sued for lack of support as well. But it, it was an instant classic. Game one, this year's Battle of Alberta in the playoffs was an instant classic. I know it's not the way the fans in the oil wanted it to end. Uh, but nonetheless, it was an instant classic. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, put it this way, man. I'll, I'll let you know how big this was, okay? So, you know, obviously that game here was on ESPN on the main network. And to be able to showcase Connor and Leon and Evander Kane and Johnny Hockey and Kachuk and all the stars and the superstars that are in that game. We literally did about three hits on ESPN Sports Center for the game. We did another one immediately post-game. We did another one post-game for the morning that aired this morning on ESPN Sports Center. So the, the, I'm telling you, the whole world was talking about that game last night. It was an outstanding game. I'm, I'm jazzed. I can't wait for game two. All right, Kevin Weeks joining us, right? And you've got family connections now to Alberta as well. I, I got to ask you as a former goaltender, because <laughs> yeah. I was, you know what? Uh, hey, you know, I'm hosting a show. I put myself out there once in a while. I might uh, not have been the most tolerant forward of goaltenders <laughs> giving up bad goals. On You're, my one teams. I, You're one of many. You're one of You're not alone. I may have been a guy that might have skated by a goalie once and said, oh, yeah. Don't be afraid to mix in a save, bud, or come on. Yeah, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> now, I did it worse. I did it worse yeah. on the guys that showed up their teammates. Like, if we had a guy, we had a, I told you, we had a, we had a goalie once in the double A system at Edmonton. Uh, he, he fired a puck at a defenseman after a goal against. And right. I may have skated back and snapped a shot at his head in the game. <laughs> 
I may just the way you come up. Uh, so good. So, so good. I may have done that, but uh, anyhow, I digress. Uh, you played the position. You played in the league. Smitty gives up that first one, and they're they're yep. looking at Mike Smith, right? Like he's he's a leader for the Oilers, and you could just see it was like, oh crap! Like I, you know what I mean? Kind of like you could feel yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Like, I, as I said to you before, man, it doesn't matter if you're at, like, Argyle Plaza Arena back in Edmonton playing, like, Adam. If you're playing in the Brick Tournament, if you're playing for the Oil, like Smitty, it's all the same. It's the worst feeling. You put all that pressure on yourself, and with good reason, to make those saves, you put the pressure on yourself to be able to, you know, carry your team. I, we saw the arrival. Listen. We were in the window of the Rangers, as you guys saw, we were on with the Rangers Kane yeah. game, okay? And I could hear our producer in our ear while we're live on the air. That's Connor walking in. That's Leon walking in. Okay, that's Mike Smith walking in. Okay, like I'm telling you, like, so I saw the arrivals, like we had it in the back hall, and I saw the arrivals. I'm like, the oil look ready tonight. Connor looks like Smitty. I, I saw the arrivals, and I, I can even tell you. Maybe had a like he had his hair back in a man bun, like a ponytail or whatever. I saw them all the arrivals of them coming. Him and Gareth Bale, (laughs) right? Him and Gareth Bale, like, oh snap, this is going to be on tonight. The Battle of Alberta is going to be crazy. And then the oil came out; they were asleep. I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it. But it was a rough one for Smitty. He didn't get any help. None of the goalies got any help. None of them were on their A game. Markstrom wasn't on his A. In fact. People were texting me last night because, as I said, everybody was watching this game. So I had guys from other teams text me, would you pull Markstrom after four? I'm like, uh, maybe five. Then the oil started making a push. The oil came all the way back. I'm like, oh, my God. And uh, then they just kind of relapsed a little bit. So I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned from both teams. Brian Callahan and I were talking about it on the air last night with Steve Levy. I think both teams – We'll look at that tape constructively and say, hey, this isn't who we really are when we're on our game. We know that we can be a lot better. We know there's adjustments to make. And stop, as you and I talk about it often on the show, you know the Stanley Cup playoffs are all about adjustments, shift to shift, period to period, game to game. So I'm expecting it to be hype, and the atmosphere is going to be through the roof of the Dome on in game two. But I'm expecting both teams to make some adjustments here. Yeah, uh, it's interesting. I mean, what's I mean, I it was probably should have been a nine two nine three game. That's how poorly Markstrom played. Like the two Hyman yeah. goals were just awful. Yeah, um, both those were off, were awful. But but hey, but I got to tell you, on the Zach Hyman, if I'm an Oil fan, Zach Hyman was buzzing last night. He's been great all year for them, and I told you he would be when they got him. Yeah. But uh, the Hyman was buzz. Those are those. Say what you want about how the goals went in. Those were skilled plays, though. And he showed some nice skill and some great edge work and control on his skates on both of those goals. Those were high skill plays. 27 in the regular season, four and eight games in the playoffs for Hyman. Uh, Brad Hall and Ken's son worked with Hyman in Toronto uh, before uh, Brad joined the Oilers as a pro scout. And he and Archie Henderson pushed real hard for Edmonton to seal a deal on Hyman. Edmonton gave up way too many. Sh- now Calgary does shoot from everywhere, but uh, the, yeah, they you do. know the middle the middle of the ice was open. Kevin, that's concerning. Yeah. The Flames have the bigger, heavier team and and more yeah. and an older, more mature team. 
And, and sure. we have a younger generation that just doesn't do that. I mean, you played on teams that were tough, and you played on teams that weren't tough. The Oilers have mm-hmm. a little bit of that, but they don't have Calgary, Minnesota tough. You know what I'm saying? I agree. They don't have as much of that heavy beef in the lineup, no question. But I liked your your, your point prior to that is not only that Calgary shoots everywhere, but or from everywhere, but also the fact that the middle of the ice was open. That's one of the things that I just talked about, the adjustments. I'm looking to see in game two if, if Woody, Coach Woodcroft, gets in there and says, hey, fellas, we need to play from the middle out. We can't play from the boards in. You know what I mean? Like, they, they played from, yeah. the, from the boards. They played from the boards in. Guys were drifting outside the dots and trying to close on guys in earnest, right? It's first game, battle about bird. Everybody's juiced up. Uh, emotions kind of, you know, high. Everybody in the province is going wild. Everybody in the world is watching this battle, right? Like, of all the playoff series going on in the world of sports right now, I'm sorry, hands down, this is the best one. And just so you know, uh, Charles Barkley was texting with, with Steve Levy last night because he was watching us from early, and he stayed and he was watching the Battle of Alberta too. So I'm telling you, like, all eyes were on that game. But my one thing with the oil is they got too spread out, man. They were playing from the board's in you got to play from the middle of the ice out and that's an adjustment i'm looking to see if they make here in game two hey look we haven't had you on since the maple leafs uh, lost uh, to tampa bay uh yep. you know you, you grew up in toronto you know what it means sled market it, it, it allows me it allows me when and it's not every media guy in toronto that does that but the occasional media guys in toronto, they really. like to they like to lecture us in the outposts and the outskirts and the irrelevant <laughs> markets in their eyes i remind them the leafs have not won a playoff series since austin matthews was six uh they I haven't won a playoff they were carved i just remember they were carved yeah. tyson barry eh, when he when he signed with the Oilers. i'm like well it's kind of funny you know there's the guys in toronto barry had a tough year so they're carving tyson barry and i'm thinking well what would they yeah. know about winning they haven't won a Santa stanley cup since before lenny barry was born correct <laughs> Boys. forget tyson so i how, played, how, with, I how, played how, with lenny <laughs> so how tough it like like Tampa was a tough matchup, but I'm not sure Tampa played it. Like you know, I had some guys tell me they didn't think Tampa played that great in that series, and it was and close. They didn't. You don't think they did? No, and some of Tampa's guys and some of Tampa's people told me that themselves. Like, here's the problem, stuff. Right? Like, let, let let me just put this in local terms with my Alberta half of the family, right? With, which I think a lot of you people there in Alberta will be able to relate to. If you want any type of agriculture out there, you got to work for it, right? If yeah. you want, you're in ONG, you're drilling, you're refi- whatever you're doing, you're fracking, whatever you're doing, you got to work for it, right? It's very simple. So the challenge that I have in Toronto, and again, I spoke to the one half of our family that's in Alberta, and I'll speak to the other half in Toronto now. The, 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 the problem that I have is there's a lot of entitled mentality which feels like success is owed or deserved. You have to earn success. And what I don't get is we learned that playing minor hockey in Toronto. Like playing in GTHL, we learned that. So I don't understand how at the NHL level, it's, it's, it's just been such a disconnect. And they've, did some, they've done some really amazing things this year. Austin, for me, on a night-to-night basis, him, Connor, Connor, him, Leon, him, Connor, Leon, whoever are the best players in the world. We can flip coins. Um, but 
point being, as, as great a year as they had, here's what I'll say to you, and I said to you, and I'll echo to you again. When the oil were going, they had a guy named Adam Graves. You had Charlie Huddy. You had, you know, Jeff Smith. You had Steve Smith. You had, forget, I'm not even talking the star players. I'm talking all the support got Kent Nielsen, like all the other players that they would have had in their group, Marty Jelena. You know, I can go up and down, Kevin Lowe. Like, they had all these different, even Fernando Passani when they got to the cup final, Big George. I got news for you. The Leafs don't have any of those guys in their group. They don't. They just don't. And I look at, and knowing Shanny, you know, and playing with Shanny twice, and Shanny had a Hall of Fame career, and in a lot of ways he's done a lot of great things in Toronto, of course, but even if I, like, if I'm talking, next time I see Shanny, I'll be like, Shanny, you guys beat us for a Stanley Cup in 02. Like, it wasn't only you and Hashik and Eisenman, whoever else. You know what I mean? You had a line called the grind line. Like, you had Drapes, Chris Draper, Kirk no Malty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, but those guys, but those players, those third-line players, the point being, those guys weren't salary cap breakers either, right? Like Marty LaPointe yeah. at that point, right? Chris Draper, Kirk Malty, who you guys know from Edmonton, right? He left us in junior right before my rookie year, and, and you guys drafted him. He played out in the oil to start his career. Like, you win with guys like that. The Leafs don't have enough of that in their group. And ultimately... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, and ultimately, Nick Paul, who's a Toronto kid, born and raised, he, he ate their food in that game <laughs> on home ice in front of his parents and his family. You know what I mean? He, Him and Vasilevsky were the keys to them winning that game seven. So you need those pieces stuff. You and I talk about it all the time. Well, I know a lot hey, of listeners Kevin, out I there brought up Nick, I brought up Nick Paul on this show so many times, people got sick of it. You know, I mean, obviously... Yeah, well, I've known Pierre for a while, and that was the guy. To, you know, just so the listeners know, Edmonton made an offer on Nick Paul. They took right. camp. They wanted Matthew Joseph. The Oilers right. were not offering as good a player back. The Oilers were offering a better draft pick back, and the right. uh, Senators right. were going to have to take some money. So, which they never want to do, but they did make an offer. Sure. On Nick. I love Nick Paul. Well, hey, uh, are you on the right now? Are you going? Are you how much? How much of it is desk right now for you versus actual in game uh, doing color? I think, yeah, I think for the next three are going to be desk again. So we'll have you guys in your. We're on your series, so ESPN's got uh, all the Battle of Alberta and all of the Rangers and Canes. So we've got you guys the entire way, and we've got the uh, we've got the Rangers Canes the entire way as well. So, but my understanding is for the next three. I'll be in studio as I was last night for the next three. I'll be watching it tomorrow night in the house. Thanks, my man, Kevin. Thanks. Appreciate you, buddy. Thanks all the fans. I hope you're having a good day, man. All right, there you go. That is Kevin Weeks from the NHL Network and ESPN. For Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical free, uh, prefabrication, and solar. Japanese Village, open a survey to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Japanese A5 Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. We just had the WHL Bantam Draft for 2021. Today is the WHL Bantam Draft for 2022. Um and we are going to get to the Oilers Now prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork when we return on Oilers Now. 84-85, Don Henley, boys of summer. Awful day here in Calgary today. 
Wind is just howling. It's about six or seven degrees. Wow. Uh, your Oilers Now Prospect Report is brought to you by our friends at Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. They will look after you. Here is Brendan Escott. All right. Well, uh, it is the 2022 WHL Bantam Draft today, but the Oil Kings don't have a first-round pick, so nothing to update you on there. I will remind you, however, that yesterday that uh, they selected Vern Fiddler's son, Blake. He's the 6'2", 185-pound right-shot defenseman. As a 15-year-old, if I'm not mistaken, Bob, number one overall in the U.S. priority draft. Every team in the entire league went into that lottery, and the Oil Kings happened to win it. So, obviously, uh, with with that kind of frame, I I would imagine he's going to make the jump here, hey? Well, nobody saw Vern Fiddler making it when he played in the in WHL. Not even as a twenty year old. I think he finished up in I think Medicine Hat. He was in. He probably he would have played with Joffrey Lupul and Jay Bobmeister Medicine Hat. And Medicine Hat wasn't very good at that time. They started to turn the corner when uh, Bobmeister and Lupul got there. Uh, but Vern Fiddler had a hell of an NHL career. Blake Fiddler is far advanced from where Fern was at the same age. Uh, Blake Fiddler is going to be a big-time player in the in the Western Hockey League. Anything else you wanted to hit on, Brendan, while we have a second? Just that the... Uh... Well, the Western Conference Final, I was going to mention in the WHL, is featuring Kamloops and Seattle, who got past Portland in seven games. So the winner of the uh, Oil Kings and, uh, and Ice Series will go on to face one of those two teams. And Portland getting knocked off. That was big. Seattle, um, remember Henry Rubinsky came to the Oilers camp. He subsequently signed an NHL deal uh, with Washington. Uh, he's part of that Seattle team. Seattle's got three kids I got a kid named Schaefer that I've heard some good things on. He's a second round local product, uh, aggressive kid, 32 goals, 88 pims. Oilers could use guys like that. Uh, anyhow, that is our prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork. The vehicle pipeline is moving in our friends at Brent Ridge Ford. Well, they got a few units in stock and more on the way. You can check with Uncle Belt Rich Downey in the game to see if they can get the right vehicle for you. If not, you can order one to the exact specifications that you want. Hurry, their order bank is getting full. If you want to be treated fairly when you purchase a vehicle and get outstanding service, reach out to Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin, one 877 Eileen Bell up next. Global News Weather Traffic Update back with Brad Lauer, head coach, Edmonton Oil King. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.